Newsweek presents The Debate with Andrew Tolman. Everything 100% of the time, 24 hours a day is a negotiation. Rakeem Brooks. This is a common good that we are talking about. Ellis Hennigan. None of us have fallen for the notion that this is conservative. And Jeff Charles. That distracts us from actually rolling up our sleeves. The Debate starts now. So the history of American capitalism is filled with larger than life characters, right? Uh, Rich guys, uh, huge egos, thoroughly sure of themselves, loudmouths. But I got to tell you, I never remember Henry Ford or Harvey Firestone or, or their ilk doing anything like what we have seen over the past couple of weeks out of Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Have, have you guys been following this? I mean, these two people who are at the, the very height of the uh, American tech food chain, uh, two of the most uh, powerful and influential and best known billionaires on planet Earth, have gotten into the most juvenile schoolyard, stupid back and forth in the most public and, and just just dumb way that that, that I, I remember outside of professional wrestling and maybe the UFC. So just a, a quick review for those uh, who haven't been following it, uh, perhaps as intimately as I have. Um, they both uh, uh, threatening to engage in a in a cage match, a, a mixed martial arts cage match. Each of them is training with his own bevy of UFC fighters, posting shirtless photos in in social media. Zuckerberg, by the way, is is pretty buff. You you, you got to give him that. Um, even though he is uh, the older of the two, Musk thirty nine, Zuckerberg fifty two. Um, the other way, Isn't that backwards. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. I, I'm 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 reversing. Yes, but um, but just to be uh, clear, who who are you most attracted to? I'm not. Attracted <laughs> to I'm grossed out by both of them. Honestly. Okay, all right. And and and, 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 by the way, and if that weren't bad enough. Um, the latest is that Elon Musk is I know we're, you know, in the digital world here. We can speak a little more freely than we can in broadcast TV. So I, I guess I'm OK saying that uh, he has now challenged Zuckerberg to a big size contest, a lit- literal, literal measuring of their uh, genital uh, inches. And again, I've seen a lot of bad behavior out of American capitalists. I never saw anything that is quite the, the equal of this. Now, of course, at the same time, there is a business fight going on as uh, Musk has taken over Twitter, paid $44 billion for it. Value seems to be uh, declining, all kind of business problems over there. Whatever you think about the, the editorial approach he has taken, just while Zuckerberg has, is releasing the uh, text-focused version of Instagram threads and has gotten 100 million signups uh, from it. So so is there some new level of macho or billionaires just getting dumber and less mature every day? Are we being drawn away from a fascinating business fight because of all the uh, drama of the schoolyard bully fight? Rakeem, you want to you want to weigh in on see if you can <laughs> help me with some of the thicket here, please? I, I will do my best, which is uh, this is ridiculous. This is entirely I mean, I actually practice jujitsu, so my money's on Mark Zuckerberg if in fact okay. it comes down to it. I just want to put it out there. But 
I, it is pro wrestling, which I used to love growing up as a kid, but that's not real. And I think that somehow. Oh, whoa, like, living, whoa. Like, oh the phone there, buddy. Light touch, Rakeem. <laughs> Warn some people first. Warn the people, right? I, know, I think them living in the metaverse for a while has totally screwed up their sense of reality and like what's important. And um, it it's just a giant distraction, uh, I think, intentionally so to drag us away from the uh, ultimately anti-competitive behavior between the companies. I mean, like the fact that we're talking about I went and read the article that you sent around Ellis and it is so exquisitely written. But you have to wonder, like, what journalists took this seriously? Why <laughs> this is appearing at all in the New York Times as a, as the story? Not like, you know, here's a little bit about some weird happening, but let us keep you focused, folks, on the facts of what's happening in our democracy. They're like, no, no, no. Elon Musk is intending not to train and not to lose a pound and nevertheless going to fight in this cage match. Like It's uh. Yeah, it's totally absurd. It is. It is. So, so, Jeff, is this just the publicity stunt or is there something more to it than that, do you think? I, I, I don't know, Ellis. When I saw this topic, I, I'm already tired of it, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> it, it's just so ridiculous. And by the way, I, now that I know that Rakim trains jujitsu, I'm not going to make fun of him anymore. So just in case we ever meet in person and is on site, I don't want to come up missing. But it's just when I first saw this coming, I was like, OK, that's a little funny. And then people started taking it seriously. I'm like, come on, people. This is one of those things that I tell my audience, watch out for these distractions. This is, I can't even, I don't, I don't really even, I can't, can't even articulate why this bothers me so much. It's just like the utter stupidity of it. One, it's probably not even going to happen, but it's like, we used to be the country that had the yellow journalism wars with William Randolph Hearst and Joseph Pulitzer. That actually meant something. This is just two stupid people being stupid, you know, trying to you know, talk about toxic masculinity. It's ridiculous. And the whole size measuring contest. I don't know why Elon brought that up. Maybe he thinks because he's African-American, it'll give him an advantage or something. But this whole thing is just it's like Rocky. I'm with I'm with you and I'm with Rocky. This is a distraction. It's it's completely stupid. And if they actually fight. No, I won't watch it. I, I don't I don't care. It's stupid. Can you smell what the Zuck is cooking? <laughs> I'm with give, us some me- give us a meaning here, Andrew. I, uh, I, I, I also studied some martial arts a long, long time ago. My money's on the guy who's had the training, not the guy with the reach and the height and the age and the flab. Um, but no, this is it's some weird hybrid combination of, you know, what would be really cool over drinks if we told people this? Oh, people are really interested in this. You know, we, maybe we should really do it. I mean, it's just that's the kind of thing this is. And of course, it's it's brand recognition. Of course, it's fame and popularity and egomania. And I honestly, there's probably a little bit of the we just don't want to be seen as Bill Gates factor. You know, nobody, nobody wants to be perceived as the nerd. Um, they both have nerd auras, you know, um, strong, powerful nerd auras. And the idea that they could Imagine how many people, when they found out that Zuckerberg trains, were like, huh, how about that? You know, like that was <laughs> so you got to figure at some level he's doing it for the see, look at who I really am. You know, maybe I'm not just the nerdy kid who stole an idea from somebody else and made billions off of it. I mean, <laughs> you know, let me float a culture proposition here. I think that one of the things that behind this is that there has been a cultural change in the world that we live in. And that is that middle-aged guys, and I think it's actually true of middle-aged women as well, 
are more and more comfortable and more and more pressured, frankly, to perform in that world. Right. I mean, you see a lot of 50 and 60 year olds in the gym. I mean, people doing, yes, jujitsu, uh, the whole CrossFit thing. Right. Which is kind of, uh, you know, swept the millions of people into some pretty, pretty rigorous training out there. And, and so, you know, in, in a way, once you get finished uh, comparing how big your boat is compared to the other guys or how many summer houses you have, people are, I think, in a way, kind of glancing at their colleagues and, and comparing at least bicep size, if not uh, not something below the belt. You, you lost me there for a second. I thought boat was, was a euphemism, but OK, fine. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I mean, no, so sports cars. OK, whatever, whatever the old ways of it were. But, but is there something to that? I mean, are we more comfortable in that realm today? Is that a more more an important sign of middle aged achievement? Maybe it's like the, the, the rich guy's version in 2023 of a midlife crisis. I don't know. You, you might be onto something there. You, there are a lot of people who are getting into CrossFit and Jiu-Jitsu, but I think it's more because people want to be healthy and, and fit. But I think this is something different, and I can't really even explain it. Like Andrew said, like, this is something that people would be in a bar talking about, oh, wouldn't it be funny if Zuckerberg fought Musk? And now it's happening. <laughs> like, like I, I like to write a lot of satire. This is something that I would write as satire. And this is why satire is so hard to write because our culture is so ridiculous nowadays. It seems yeah. pretty profoundly insecure, right? Like, yeah, trying to imagine mm, a Rockefeller <laughs> or a Ford or a Morgan demeaning himself to something like this. You know, these were men who knew their place in the world. They took what they wanted. They raped and pillaged metaphorically. And they, uh, I mean, right. And they, the idea that they would somehow get into a boxing ring with somebody. I mean, they would never, it would be an insult to their actual power. So weirdly, it seems to me like this is Elon and Mark just kind of saying, I, I guess we really aren't who you think we are. And we've got to prove that we're something other than that. At least that's how I read it. Cause yeah. self-confident, you know, cultural- genuinely powerful person doesn't bother with this unless in the, you know, well, we're going to do it for charity. We're going to do it for fun, you know, appealing to better natures or something like that, which this clearly is not. No, this is this is a R- R- Rakeem. Help us with the with the underlying business story here, because these guys are, too, in a in a bit of a, a, a death grapple against each other. Right. The Musk yeah. has had his way with Twitter. You know, from where I sit, it looks to me like he's trashing the joint. I know other people feel differently about it. And 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 Zuckerberg is just coming out with this threads thing that an awful lot of people seem to be shining up for. Is that what this is really about? Yeah, I think so. But let me just say one thing about the cultural piece, because I think it's um, a really good and interesting observation for us, which is maybe it reflects our overall climate in that people feel, to, to Andrew's point, very, very uncertain about things and feel like there need to be a return to something more primal. So even as you were saying, like the Rockefellers and so forth, I immediately went to like Teddy Roosevelt, who couldn't see out of one eye because he got punched in it in like, a, you know, a boxing match, I think, in the White House, right? That like there was an absolute need at that point in time to meld a sense of masculinity with national purpose. And I'm wondering if that's actually somehow floating above them, affecting the psyche here where money, which used to be the way that you demonstrated your boat size, <laughs> was hmm. is no longer sufficient to these guys. And they're trying to figure out ways of um, not just rationalizing, but sort of spiritually connecting with what the world is and how they fit in it and so forth. But anyway, to the to the point about 
Um, the actual kind of business fight, yeah. I mean, Threads is an existential threat to Twitter because I tend to be with you else. I'm not sure Elon is destroying Twitter in that it had no business model to begin with. I mean, we all benefit from it and enjoy it, but it wasn't profitable. So it was like one of those large scale, um, I don't know, it was like a WeWork, right? It was like this this game of shells doesn't actually seem to all be adding up. So he's now going through and pricing things out and charging us for, you know, check marks and so forth. But in the process of doing that, because everyone knew that his true motivation was a sense that conservatives are being exiled from this free speech platform. Well, now he may have a mass exodus of liberal, liberal leaning folks or folks who just don't like Elon Musk of any variety over the threads if it proves to be a viable platform. That said, the New York Times did this like preview of threads. I haven't downloaded it yet because you have to have Instagram to download it and so forth and so on. But um, they were describing it and there were like puppies and ponies and all sorts of things that I actually don't need. I just just need to be able to write 140 (laughs) characters and link them together. Like I don't need any additional amusement. So I'm not sure how much of a threat it is, but it is the first real threat that Twitter has faced in this space. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I've used both. I, I've been trying out threads and it's it's OK. The interface is, is fine and I think it'll probably grow. Uh, but a Twitter killer, it is not. It's not going to kill Twitter. I mean, to, I mean, people like Twitter even before and after Musk. I actually like it after Musk. For me, it's been better, but it's not going to kill Twitter. But I mean, it might be an alternative. You know, one, one thing that it, we haven't really talked about too much yet is if this match ever really comes to pass, I mean, if they yeah. ever actually get in the ring, which I think at this point is a coin flip, okay? But if they ever actually get in the ring and do this thing, it's going to be the worst fight you ever saw. I mean, it's going to be the most boring, terrible. It's not going to be a draw. It's going to be, if you've ever watched people who are not really fighting, now maybe Zuckerberg is better at this, but you know, people who aren't really fighters when they fight, it's awful. It's it's like watching, you know, bad baseball, bad football, bad volleyball, bad wrestling and boxing is just bad. It's not entertaining, even when you know the players involved. So I'm you know, people keep asking me, well, will you watch? I'm like, I mean, as a news guy, I guess I have to watch it. But they want, you know, would you pay for it? No, mm-hmm. <laughs> no absolutely awful. not. <laughs> the only way I'm seeing that fight is if somebody puts it on my TL on, on Twitter. And even yes. then I'm going to scroll past it. Uh, it's probably uh, going to be that? over fast. I mean, it's probably 30 <laughs> seconds in, right? Well, on, on that note of agreement, which is that some things are best left to professionals. So I <laughs> think we can uh, we can wish these guys, uh, if not well, at least silence. How about that? Let them run their own companies. We'll fight it out in the business world. And uh, please stay out of the uh, out of the cage, if you will. you would like to be a part of the debate email us the debate at newsweek.com after being a staple in american media for over 90 years newsweek now brings you an exceptional lineup of podcasts the debate they'll recognize how these policies aren't working they'll feel the pain and they'll change their behavior the josh hammer show restore the principles and the political paradigms of the american founding the crystal knight show just because officers are black doesn't mean that the policing system still isn't inherently racist fast women chevy's actually doing really well and honda's really not 
Wow. Which is like the opposite of most people's perception of them. It is. The Parting Shot. Every year when the new nominations are announced, I get this excited, nostalgic feeling, and it brings out that little kid in me who just loved movies. The Royal Report. Harry and Meghan's head of comms has announced they now move forward to their kind of future outside the royal family. Newsweek Podcasts. New episodes drop weekly. Download or listen now at Newsweek.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.